This is Actor Self Coach, the actor's resource for emotional well-being. This is your phenomenal life. Know this. There's nothing you can't do. There's no problem you can't solve if you learn to manage your mind. So let's go. Hello and welcome to podcast 59 with the lengthy name, The Ready Lane Part 4, Tenacity, Morning Routine, and Task Basket. Now, this is the first time I've had to do this. I am re-recording because apparently I had my microphone on mute. So I've learned a little something here on this kind of beautiful snowy morning in the area of the country where I live. Perhaps you are having that as well. At any rate, welcome. Take two. We are going to dive into some actions, maybe a little bit domestic-seeming, but I promise you they will make a difference if you implement them while you are in the ready lane. We all have different natural rhythms with organization. Some find that kind of a dirty word, organization. And let's define it for the purpose of this podcast. I am using the term to mean Knowing how to find anything you live with or work with. Knowing how to find anything you live with or work with. Now, this can look like a variety of ideas. It could look like being up to date on your money and bills, knowing what three outfits you grab for most auditions, that they are ready and easy to access, knowing where your tapes are if you are asked. Sometimes, You'll get an email. Can you send me something representative? Not a reel, but maybe they want some old audition tapes. Now, this happened to me last year, and I had to dig and search for relevant material because I didn't have anything gathered together that I could access easily. So now I keep a folder on my phone of what I think is representative. Now, it may never happen again, this request, but it did, and I booked the job. So it's something to think about. It may look like not just updating your materials, but having a rhythm for it. So whenever you're in the production lane, you update your sites, resumes, etc. with the new work. Or right after the production lane, if you were in the ready lane, that's when you do it. You're going to add that show, that project onto your resume, or maybe not. Reorder them. Take a fresh look. Now, it may look like you don't run to the store for every little thing, but just once or twice a week. Unless, of course, you really love running to the store, so you do you. It may look like someone can give you a 15-minute warning, a heads-up that they're coming over, and it doesn't send you into a panic. (laughs) That may mean organization to you. Now, I have mentioned before that I'm a Virgo. I'm a proud Virgo, but it doesn't come without some challenges for sure. Now we are, and I have great lived experience of this, inclined to order our world or to want to and not do it, but just want to. So that can be some friction. But I had to get outside support, organizational support to align what I thought I needed to do with what would truly elevate my life and surroundings. So I was doing a lot of what I thought I needed to do. And it turns out that wasn't necessarily what my life needed. Now, I first started dealing with this in terms of outside support and coaching when I became the unexpected caregiver for my best friend, who, as it turns out, didn't throw much away ever, nor did his dad. 
He came by it honest, as they say. So many lessons learned, the hard way and with love. And just this week, I couldn't find my winter gloves when we got the first few inches of snow in my area in years. Yes, years. So define this for yourself. It's a process. And with the currency of time we have in the ready lane, I invite you to align your time with what would make a difference in your day-to-day life, and it would give you comfort and security when you were in the booked and production lanes, because you will be there again for sure. Now, I'm going to break this down into three areas, your calendar and dates, your obligations and goals, and your morning routine. So to help with all of this, I'm using something I will call a task basket. The one I use is an official product, a Sunday basket from Organize 365, sidebar. This is a wonderful resource for anyone who wants to get organized. Lisa Woodruff, the owner and founder, is like everyone's favorite Midwestern aunt. She's friendly and practical, approachable, and her podcast of the same name can be a balm when you just want to de-stress and listen to something that is supportive and helpful. So she devised the Sunday basket, and please listen to her on this if you want to explore her system. I love it. I have no affiliation. But for our purposes today, the idea is that once a week, only once a week, you go through the paperwork in your home and decide in advance what you will do the next week. Now, you develop the task basket. In short, you can use a basket the size of a laundry basket. You can use a box. You can use something you like from a home goods store, a drawer, whatever you want that you will actually use to deal with and process anything that comes into your life that must or should be done in the next week. Now, I go through my mail daily. I don't get all that much, so it's easy to open it and sort it and recycle it. And then anything I need to deal with, I then throw into my Sunday basket. So my podcast friend, Lisa, she only does this on Sundays, hence the name Sunday Basket. Now, how this works in a nutshell, you put all the papers that are hanging around, sitting on your kitchen counter in the bottom of your backpack and so on, all the papers, receipts, all the mail in this basket. Now, the only paper that doesn't go into it is what has to be taken care of before next Sunday or the day you pick to go through it. You can do Mondays, if that's traditionally your day off. You can do Friday night while watching TV. You can do whatever works for you. Now, why this works? It gives your mind the security to know, if I need it, it's in the task basket. Also, When I get ideas or think of things I need, again, if it has to happen now, it doesn't go in the basket, but if it can wait, I write it down on a piece of paper or an index card and I toss it in the basket. And on the day of the week, I go through the basket, I take the cards out, and some of them may no longer hold any interest at all. I may be thinking, what in the world was this about? Why did I care about that on Tuesday? And I I recycle it or I scratch that out and use the card again. Some of the cards, the ideas, I may want to take care of this week. It might be to call someone. It might be to pick something up from a store. And some are big sweeping ideas for the future that I may want to put back in the basket or journal about or research. 
Now, this is a simple process. Don't overcomplicate it, but it will be so useful if you have issues finding things. And this is part of the tenacity that I encourage you to develop when you're in the ready lane. And we develop tenacity by doing the things we don't want to do. We prove to our brain, I know I don't want to do it. I know I don't feel like I want to do it. I may not feel like it's important, but guess what, primitive brain? I'm doing it anyway. That's how we develop tenacity. And when we work it like a muscle, when we're in the ready lane, it will be absolutely available and stronger, more evolved, if you will, when you are in the book lane and the production lane, which you will be. Now, another way my buddy Lisa suggests you use this tool, you need to replace a light bulb unless it is an urgent light bulb situation and can wait until you do the task basket, toss the old bulb into your basket. Then once a week when you go through your basket, you see the bulb, you write it on your grocery list, and you save yourself forgetting about it or running to the store multiple times. Again, if you want to explore this process fully, check out the Organize 365 podcast. She goes into great granular detail on all things organizing. Now, let's go to calendars. Let's build some tenacity, shall we? How do you keep yours? Do you keep one? (laughs) Do you have one? Do you keep it on your phone, in your head, written down? Or as I did for a few years, mostly due to parenting while working, I kept one on my phone and one written down, and sometimes I lost some dates, I must confess. Because I was calendaring for multiple people and for multiple careers and schools. By now, you probably know what works for you. Or what clearly does not work for you. And these things change as we go through life stages. How we calendar changes what we need, what works for us, certainly as technology changes. I invite you to take a morning this week outside of your focus time we establish for the hard thing and the good thing and work on how you calendar. Now, if you haven't done this already, put the meaningful dates in your calendar, birthdays, anniversaries, medical appointments, celebrations. Now make sure you have your 90 days outlined so you've marked the date when it starts, when it stops, because when you complete this 90 days in the ready lane, and that's our final ready lane podcast next week, you will either be booked or you will get a fresh 90 days to consider, to plan, and manage your mind around. I've got you either way. Once your meaningful dates are in your calendar of choice, decide what day of the week you want to go through your task basket. Please calendar at least one hour to empty everything out and process what is there. You can have a cup of coffee, you can do it with a glass of wine, just dump it all out, and you only put back in the basket what can wait for another week. If it has to be done this week, you keep it out of the basket and you put it in your calendar when you're going to do it. Now make a list of errands, shopping, and think about doing them all in one day. (gasps) Imagine that. 
all calls one day, and so on. Now, this may not work for your life choices, but it is available for you to try if what you are doing now is not working. And only you know that. I like to do mine on Sunday or Monday, and sometimes, honestly, I don't get to it. Sometimes I'm more organized in a production lane, because you may find this is true as well. If you have less time to call your own, you get things done in that time more efficiently. So mine depends on if I'm in a show with a matinee or not, whether I do it Sunday or Monday. Also, if you haven't already, block out your three-day trip or your staycation in the 90 days. This gives your brain something to look forward to. Either you have planned it, or you can have fun planning it. Now, in the best case scenario, you have lots of auditions. In the very possible likelihood that you don't, please, please, my friends, go ahead and schedule in self-tape times in your week. Anyway, be ready. Take two-hour blocks twice in the week. If you get an audition, you will already have the time blocked out. Maybe you can do Tuesdays and Saturdays or Wednesdays and Fridays, whatever. It doesn't matter. Just put them in your calendar each week. So if you get an audition, you'll already have the time blocked out. And if you don't, you can use this time to do something career-focused. Listen to a podcast, work on a show you'd like to do, an online class, learn a scene, get together with another actor, director, writer, stage manager, casting, designer, anyone in the business who might expand your brain a bit, or who you just want to see, find out how they're doing. Be realistic. Don't try to over-calendar yourself but give yourself the discipline of trying to frame out some work periods, some errand periods, and some time just for you. Take a few minutes to run through what doctor or other appointments you will need in the next 90 days and schedule them. Some medical professionals schedule a year in advance, a lot of mine do, and you're just guessing I can get there. I try to do mine on Mondays, but it's just a guess, right? Now, if they do, you can schedule the whole year. Every 90 days, please check in on this. What doctors do I need to see? Have my needs changed? Do I need to add anyone or subtract someone? Dental, eyes, everything. Calendar, if you haven't already, the times you are focused on the hard thing and the good thing or any project you care about. Take care to not overestimate what you can and most importantly here, will do. There is truth to that. We overestimate what we can get done in the short term and underestimate what we can get done in a year idea. If you stretch a bit each time you set a project or goal, you will get further. But you don't want, most of the time we don't want this, to stretch to the point of burnout. So find that line for yourself. If you don't need much time in the week to work on your goals and projects, you probably didn't pick a big enough idea for your 90 days. So that's the goal part. And doing that, again, you may not want to. But what I encourage you to think about is, will I be better off in 90 days 
if I do this now, if I do these things, or, or some of them. Tenacity, right? We're elevating our tenacity. So now take a look at events. Are there birthdays you want to attend? Do you want to be in the room for a grandparent celebration, a wedding? Right now, can you get there? Do you want to? Do you need to make travel plans or get a budget or buy a gift? Give yourself the grace to think, with this currency of time I have, what would feel good, feel right, feel replenishing to attend in person? And schedule your free time. What? If you routinely make this a part of your planning, your brain will benefit. Here's how this works. In the ready lane, we all have a tendency to drift into the mindset of, I have enough time to do anything. And then, reliably, we don't do anything. Because our primitive brain thinks, we have all this time, so why rush? I'm just going to wait and be ready for all those tapes I'm going to do. Just going to be here. I'm going to wait for those tapes. And, and it feels good just to wait. Sometimes it feels safe. But we've gone over this in other podcasts. You do this for the first few days each time you enter the ready lane. Give yourself that time. Then get to work. Treat your career and your life as if it matters because you know it does. You do. You have the beautiful capacity and the abundance of time to get some great things accomplished right now. Will they all be exciting? Oh, for sure not. Rewarding? Very likely yes. So, schedule some free time each week, at least four hours, and at least one whole day to see friends, to stream shows, to fill your soul, to commune with nature, to play with your pets, to play with other people's pets, to mindlessly scroll your media to rabbit hole. And this is not the only time you can enjoy your free time, of course, but here's an interesting tendency of us humans. If you schedule your free time once in a while, you may discover you are more likely to plan something you really need. Maybe one week you need more sleep. You take a nap. You get in bed at 8 o'clock and read. Or think about a romantic relationship, if you're in one or if you're not. What would you like to do? And is there a time in this 90 days you could do it? If you want a romantic partner or experiences in that realm, is, is this your good thing project? 20 dates in 90 days? A hundred dates this year. What seems a little scary, but doable and worth it. Tenacity. Finally, I want to talk about your morning routine. For those of us in the production lane, so much of our time is prescribed. The rehearsal time, when we show up, half hour, fight call. And then we filter and puzzle piece the rest of our lives our desires around that production schedule. Now, without that rigor, without that outside constraint, I invite you to set a constraint for yourself. Now, constraint is not restraint. I'm using my own definition here for sure. S constraint in my 
worldview is a self-chosen limit. For the greater good of me, for the greater good of you, not a limitation, but a limit. We can't do all the things all the time, at least not well. So let's use the strength, the power, the beauty of our minds to choose some things. Your morning routine can help with this. Now, I have one every day, but it varies a bit. And I find if I don't do some sort of physical warm up every morning, my day just isn't as good. It doesn't have to be much. I'm also a pretty fanatical coffee drinker, one of my life's great pleasures. So I wake up a bit earlier than I truly need to. And my my wonderful husband takes the dog out so I don't have to. So I can wake up slowly. Enjoy that. I allow myself some time, at least a half hour, to read the news or journal. And I look at my goals almost every morning and I set three things I plan to do that day. If I can get outside for a half hour or more with the dog if he's feeling up to it, I do that also. No matter what, when I am in the ready lane, I get going so I can do some work either on auditions or my projects in the morning because that's when my energy is high and focused. My energy really lags in the mid-afternoon. If I have to do something important during that time, it really takes a lot of work. Now, when I'm in a show, in a production, I'm working largely at night, and my body and mind gets into a different rhythm, but that's work too, to, to pull my body, my mind into nighttime work. But largely my morning routine stays the same. It just pushes later into the morning or unconsciously. You certainly don't need to do the same things every day. But it may help you if you find you feel unfocused in the morning. And you can change it up every time you're in the ready lane or every time you start a 90-day idea. Now, I mentioned the routine because at first it may feel like you are making yourself do something you aren't inclined to do. But you will set yourself up for the day and you may get a great audition today, right? You'll set yourself up if you find what works for you to get you focused. Now, for me in the morning, that is time alone, moving my body a bit and some time doing a thought download or writing down thoughts about a project that gets me energized. I also love to check in on what my husband's thinking in the morning. Sometimes those few minutes reveal different things than the talks we have at night. Find your morning. Treat it with respect. Now, how will you know what works for you if you don't try a few things? Does yours incorporate a spiritual practice, a mindful practice? Would that feel good right now? A physical one? A check-in on your emotional health? Do you call your mom? Is your morning solitary or with others? What works for you now? Now, you'll start to feel more focused and motivated. Give it at least a week because your brain needs to find the right pathways to make this feel good for you. It shouldn't feel forced. It should feel right. And this, your morning routine, my friends, is something you can control. You can start your days not being reactive. Now, we all have days where things happen. There's a diagnosis. Someone's hurt. Someone needs you. Sudden audition. We're built for that. But the other days shouldn't just be waiting to react. 
We can be active here, and that doesn't have to mean busy, but actively choosing, how am I going to start my days? Your morning routine is something you can control. Even if you have small children, or are a caregiver, or have a job outside or adjacent to acting, you get to decide in the ready lane, how do I want my days to start? What feels right? What feels abundant? A little review. If you don't feel organized, try the task basket idea. Give this a month because it takes a few weeks to get the idea into a habit. Listen to Organize 365 if you want support with this tool. Take a morning this week to think about your calendar and how it supports you. Calendar the meaningful dates, celebrations, and appointments. Plan what you need for the next 90 days and for the next year, if available. Block out time for focus, free time, projects, task basket, and two times a week for self-tape or career work. And think about your mornings and how they support you. How do you feel when you awaken? Do you dread anything? Are there things you already do that feel great? What provides comfort but is not hiding from the world? from your life in the ready lane? How can you best set yourself up for a beautiful day? Every day can be an opportunity. Every day can be a new audition, an unexpected happening. Every day can pose challenges, for sure. A modest amount of constraint, loving constraint, of planning, can provide security, can provide support, can provide a way of centering yourself outside of the boundaries we get when we are in the production lane. Show yourself some love here. This is for you now, and this is what your future self, I guarantee you, will thank you for. Tenacity. We are building it. We are evolving it. Now, I hope you can explore this when you are in the ready lane. Be open and be truthful with yourself. What do you need? Let's elevate our time. Let's stretch a little bit. Let's be truly ready. Now, with the snow falling outside so beautifully, so picturesque, I send you all the love. And I hope to talk to you soon. Have a great week.